0: Happy New Year
1: to you, or Happy Hogmanay, as we say in Scotland, which is basically the same thing, just with more shortbread. In this podcast, we'll help you get the most out of next year, whether that's sleep, structure, or just feeling a bit stronger and more confident. I'm Kat QB, author, presenter, and fake bells countdown at 8pm and bed by 10pm kind of girl. And this is Sarah Carpenter, baby and child sleep expert and
0: queen of the wee small hours. I don't know why you've associated having me with shortbread. To me, I go immediately to the whiskey. <laughs> well, that says everything we need to know about the fact that
1: you're up partying. I'm sitting in my bed eating shortbread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I noticed that you're wearing a Santa hat, which has lost its bobble at the end. That's how good your Christmas has been. <laughs> You have lost your bubbles. (laughs) Together we are the Sleep Mums. Sleep is generally not something associated with New Year. It's all about counting down the minutes to staying up late, unless you're me. (laughs) But once the holiday hangover, be that from too much mulled wine, mother-in-laws or mince pies, subsides, everyone is all about making a fresh start. It's all New Year, new, but really same old, you. That in itself can feel pretty overwhelming. But rather than putting too much pressure on yourself to change, well, everything, what are the small things you can do to create a new routine that will help you to feel better each day and sleep better each night? We're not going to tell you to wake up each morning with a sense of gratitude and begin anew each and every morning, as lovely as that sounds. If you're listening, you've probably got kids. So are more likely to be woken up to the sound of, I need a wee! (laughs) Mama! (laughs) So grateful. So eternally grateful. (laughs) You might still be in the midst of festivities, so let's start with some things you can do now to help you through the festive fun. Sarah, is there a balance to having fun as adults and not paying the price for
0: it with your kids? yeah there absolutely is but you have to make a decision about which way you're going to go so you can either decide that you're going to party hard but stick to routine or you can go completely off piece and when you're ready get back on track so if you've decided that you're going to stick to routine it does take a little bit more planning if you're out and about then you need to make sure that you've got everything that you're going to need with you so whether that's pajamas sleeping bags in bedtime bottles whatever white noise machine you're using you can just recreate your bedtime wherever you are and if your little one's still small enough to be in a pram that literally means that you can be super flexible if they're a bit older and you want to remain with the routine then you do kind of need to be going to other people's houses so that there is somewhere that you can put them down If you decide just to throw it all out the window and go totally off-piste, that is absolutely fine. The one thing I would say though is don't do the hangover with children because it is a killer. So if you've gone down that route, you can to do it once.
1: (laughs) Basically, an impossibility at Christmas time though. Is As that, I say, yeah. whether that is from
0: mulled wine, yeah. mince pies... Share, or <laughs> share the hangover then. Choose which night you're going to go hard. And then if you've got a partner, they can do it on the next night. So there's always one of you that can get up. You're going to do it. See, though, I that, find that it, even if you do that, it's still me <laughs> that gets up. <laughs> well, it could well, be yeah. the case. But yeah, if you go totally off-pice, pizza is absolutely fine because you can just rein it in. And we are going to talk about that. A little, a little bit is, there a, is there a, a way that you
1: would recommend, like, do you say... Stick to routine, or do you say, don't sweat it?
0: It totally depends on the age of your children. Like, when I had tiny babies, I stuck to routine and went with it. So we just took everything of them. Simply us. because their routine
1: is easier to do
0: yeah, in other places. Exactly. It's easier to adapt, it's easier to be mobile with when they get that little bit older like you know with a 10 year old there's no way that if we're at someone else's house he's just going to tuck into bed so now I'm at the stage where I mean but it matters less he's having a late night and he's yeah. just going to sleep in or we stay at home and just do it that way and have people written. So yeah, I think when they're babies, then I would always say if you're sociable and you like going out and about, make the most of it and do, do it as many times as Like you're
1: talking about sticking to routine, but actually you're sort of not because you're talking about doing it in other places. Like I think a lot of people, and I totally include myself in this at times, sticking to routine meant they're going down to bed in their cot at home. And I can't deviate from that. And I think that's maybe the thing that can kind of throw people, that they feel like they have to be stuck where they are when they have small ones. So...
0: Totally, But sticking
1: to your routine doesn't mean sticking in the same no, place.
0: It really doesn't. And I suppose this is where we talk about the um, flexibility with inconsistency. You know, you can recreate your bedtime routine wherever you are, as long as you have the key things that you use as props. So if, if you use White Noise at home, just make sure you've got that with you. The sleeping bags and things like that. Same as when you go on holiday, you know, you are recreating your bedtime routine somewhere else. Like, I have been known regularly
1: to rock up at friends' houses if we're going for lunch or even if we're just going for some drinks with a, like, travel cot to put down in one of their spare rooms. Um, I mean, it can obviously be a massive faff to take that, uh, but, you know, kind of doing the whole palaver of, like, taking a sheet from home. Uh, But my experience is also that it doesn't tend to work quite as smoothly as you hope that it's going to, and I suppose that
0: can be really stressful. I think you need to remember that as long as you're getting your sort of four good days out of seven, then it's okay. So you're not going to have seven nights out in a row. You know that's gonna well. I no, I'm definitely not. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> um, so, you might. You know, as long as you're managing it and you're not. Going for the perfect routine when you're out and about, you're being adaptable with that, and you know, things might be five, ten minutes late, or you might have to do a couple of extra resettles. That's all fine because you know, you're still sticking with your overall routine over a period of time.
1: Um, now, just very briefly, you mentioned managing the hangover. Do you have any like tricks you must actually, of like, so
0: you've been out,
1: <laughs> So that makes you sound like a total, <laughs> total lush. <laughs> I'm
0: permanently <laughs> no. sorry
1: i don't mean that what i mean is like you're experienced you've done this before and you're confident right okay so you must have some trips I, i've been at the champagne too it is christmas and um, you must have some tips and tricks for like you know you wake up in the morning kids are up at six you only got to bed at Eleven thirty, <laughs> um, whatever, and you're like you're knackered. How anything that you can do?
0: So I 100% would plan ahead for that. And go forward. So if you've got slightly older children, if you can lay out breakfast so that they can pretty much help themselves, that buys you a little bit of extra time. I think bathing the children in the morning is the best idea because then you can jump in with them, and you you know that kills a little bit of time, but also alleviates some of the headache as well. Um, and if you're up to it, going outside. You know, there's nothing better than fresh air. So I would definitely try and do some outdoor activities. Um, and if you can get childcare, then obviously that's the way to go. <laughs> go. with that. And if you rely on TV, then... I was going to
1: say, childcare can also yeah, mean definitely. the 18 million Christmas movies that exactly. exist. I think pretty much for that reason. Like <laughs> those Hollywood execs sit down at a table and say, right, how can we support parents? <laughs> So, yeah, that's... Plan for it, essentially. Yeah, plan as of the... Plan it. your party, plan, plan the next hangover. day. Definitely. I mean, hangover can doesn't need to mean that alcohol's involved, because no. I honestly feel like if I stay up, as I say, past, mm-hmm. like, half
0: eleven, I feel like I've got a hangover. Enough. Yeah, and I can have with one glass thinking. of wine or five and still feel exactly the same, utterly dobbish, so... Yeah. So, and and
1: actually, I think you like I was obviously joking about mothers in laws and stuff, but I do think you get a bit of a hangover from the intensity of social situations, expectations, wrapping presents.
0: Totally, we were just saying that. Like, actually, you put on so much pressure, put so much pressure on yourself, but the children don't know what you had plans, so things yeah. don't work. But we still do it to ourselves every single year, yeah. and we do get hangover from that for yeah. sure
1: okay so resolutions are like so last year finding the right routine for you and your family is something you can make stick so it's not some mad effort to keep it because routines are simply patterns of behaviors that we put in place every day so that they become automatic and we can then focus our minds on other things being all zen if that's what you want your new year to look like but it's sort of the important difference I think between making like resolutions and just changing habits so there are routines that help us and there are routines that don't I think we usually know when we've fallen into routines that aren't working for us and also sometimes there can be routines that are working for us and then stop working for us but often it can feel too exhausting to change them and that's where I think new year comes in or or at the start of uh, a different period because having a specific date to make positive changes is a good thing and there basically isn't a bigger one than a brand new year but it is important to make a plan so that it works for you, not sets you up to fail, which, personally, I think resolutions kind of do. So, Sarah, where do you start if you want to think about a new routine this new year? So, you've already
0: said it, like, you need to have a plan, but you also need to have realistic expectations. There's no point in thinking that you're going to wake up on the 1st of January, and your baby that hasn't slept for six months is suddenly going to start sleeping because you're going to do one thing on the 1st of January, and that's going to change everything. It doesn't work like that. So, you do need to break it down. And whether that's breaking down different parts of the routine. And also, don't start on the 1st of January. (laughs) (laughs) There is that too. But it might be that, you know, if there's five things you know you have to change, not starting them all in a one hour, but actually writing down a proper plan for the month of January to make those changes and definitely being realistic. When you look at those changes that you're going to make, you need to think, how long is this actually going to take? And yes, the majority of what we recommend is going to take three to five days. But there are things that people change that can take longer depending on... These and also, cycles. if
1: you're making big changes, that's all got to take time to kind of Be become part of Definitely. your routine. Mm-hmm. Has. And also, I think there's... Sorry, I just did a wee burp that wasn't like a champagne burp. <laughs> that's the hangover. <laughs> I think there's that whole thing about the next right thing. So you, you probably have in your mind the things that you want to change. So take each little little step i suppose at a time and like we're talking about not being overwhelmed by things but also and not putting too much pressure on yourself over christmas i think that's also true for making changes and mm-hmm. um, but also kind of re- like rewarding
0: yourself for those little wins yeah it's so important to you know make sure that you are looking at everything and going back over things. So if you've made a couple of changes and you still feel like you're not where you want to be, make sure that you go back to the start and look at where you were because quite often when we are changing things with clients, They'll come on maybe like week two or three of having made change and they'll be like, but this isn't working. It's like, okay, let's remind ourselves of the messages that you were sending two weeks ago and look at what you're sending now. And they're like, oh, yeah, we actually have changed and maintained so much and it's just the next hurdle. So if you can keep that in mind, but always write things down. So if you've got a plan, keep a diary. makes a massive difference to maintaining
1: things yeah and have a bit of resilience i think try and have a bit i know that's hard as well but try and have a bit of resilience to go through those changes and to be aware of how far you've come Mm -hmm. and and so if you're changing the whole thing take one little bit at a time um focus on the things that probably the focus on the things that you don't want to do least.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And that does change slightly depending on the age of the child because if we're talking about a baby of maybe like 6 to 12 months and there were two or three changes, we probably would make them all at the same time. So if it was moving them into their own room, getting rid of a dummy and starting to cut down on night feeds those three things you would do together because they actually support but each other exactly, but they go hand in hand whereas if you're talking about a three year old that's never slept in their own bed then you're going to make gradual changes so That might be that you focus on bedtime first and then start to work on the middle of the night or it might be the middle of the night and then you start to work in the early morning so you, know, you have to take into consideration the age of the child that you're working with
1: I guess, like, with all of these things, like, I was obviously being a bit facetious saying New Year, same old, new, you. But, like, I think it's also about being honest with yourself about the things that that need to change or that you want to change, because I think that's often the hardest, hardest part.
0: It absolutely is. Um, Yeah, I mean, we talk about that a lot more in just a minute. Okay.
1: (laughs) You're dangling a carrot, just like Rudolph. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this isn't a complete routine overhaul. Maybe you've just let yourself have a wee break from routine over the holidays. And even though you were comfortably in a routine that worked for you at the start of December, it literally feels like a year ago. So it's- how do you get back on track? And like you know, if you're not making this dramatic, I'm making a whole change here.
0: So if you've had a good routine in place, and you are going to be extreme when you get back on it. Again, it's like when you've been away on holiday. You don't come back from your holiday and think, "Oh, I'm going to have two weeks of the season into it." You come back from your holiday and you go back to work and you're back into your routine so it's the same with babies and children that was the doorbell it wasn't Santa <laughs> by the way so yeah you want to be extreme with your changes if you've had the good routine in place you're just getting back into it so one day you've gone off piste the next day your routine's back in place
1: you know you just have to go for it and yeah. be like we've done this before
0: exactly we I can do it the again the facial expression you've just made is exactly what the majority <laughs> of parents look at me I think like maybe describe it <laughs> What's, what face like, did I make? Horror. Like, what do you mean? I just have to get back into it. I'm not ready. <laughs> and that's the thing, like parents generally aren't, but the children are, and that's the important thing. In order to meet their needs, you are going to get right back into it, and you're, you've had it before, so you know you can do it. Again. Yeah,
1: but the parents also sort of have to be ready if it's going to be hard.
0: <sighs> yes and no. There's an element of. Your kids you, need you've it. Got to meet the children's needs. So,
1: like, do you mean if we've early had early. like loads of late nights, you've, mm-hmm. your early. baby's been out of whack, that yeah. you've not like had any kind of routine? So, y- y- you kind of you owe it to them, and ultimately yourself, exactly. even if it feels hard That's to do it.
0: Sometimes it can feel really hard, but actually, the reality is that it's going to make your life a lot easier as yeah. well. So, it's the thought of it is so much worse than the reality. But see, like, I know
1: we were talking about the, like on the first of. January, like maybe you can give your, you can say right. Actually, it's the fifth, or you know, and and not worry about. Like, Uh because I do think sometimes people need a wee bit of a like. Yes. Sometimes the can come from changing the routine, but also it's a really really busy time for a lot of people. You're generally
0: going to be dictated by other things that are happening, whether that's older siblings going back to school or, you know, a partner going back to work. There's going to be a date that you think actually. This is the it, yeah. day that's going to work for me. And yeah, for most people it's not 1st of January. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Although for a lot of people it can be Boxing Day. A lot of people do actually like to get back into routine on from Boxing Day until New Year and then they just have one night off and then they get back into it again so it's easier. So it's like the week before Christmas that things have gone out of whack.
1: I mean, Middlemass is that weird sort of limbo land yeah. that you, do, you don't quite know what to do with. Um in some way, but it's almost like there's no routine because there's
0: nothingness. <laughs> like, but that this is like it totally making me laugh because on the radio yesterday, I don't even know where it was or what radio station, but they re- renamed it perineum. Oh, I know, like your perineum. So, yeah, the bit in between. Them. You don't really know what to do with.
1: I'm trying. To, um, I my uni boyfriend called it a bars, as in between your your bollocks and your arse. so if we were gonna do that with christmas (laughs) let's just call it the bars you guys are in the club now right middle mass is renamed it's the bars (laughs) maybe the new year coincides with your baby or child meeting a milestone like weaning so i mentioned that or starting nursery or like my wee boy working out how to walk over the holidays For some reason, it so often feels like they level up when it runs together. So, you know a change is coming, but after weeks of late nights and too much Mariah Carey, it doesn't feel like the time to do anything drastic. Surely we need a rest from
0: disruption before we switch things up. Is that right? No. I mean, it would be lovely to get that rest. But as we've said, and this is kind of focusing on it more, you can't. Ask them to wait if they're levelling up. They are levelling up, yeah. and it's because their needs need to be met. So you can't turn around to everyone and say, sorry, sorry, honey, this isn't the time to walk. I'd quite like right. to do that, though. Yeah. I'm not would, ready yet. It would be lovely, but no, you can't. So if there's big changes and there are developmental changes, then you do just have to go with it. You don't necessarily have to jump straight in with both feet, but you can't stop them, yeah. and you need to remember that if you don't meet those needs, it's going to impact other areas. So, you know, in a walking situation... If he was trying to walk during the day and you kept on sitting him down, the likelihood is when you put him in his cot at night, he's going to start standing up and walking up and down the cot. So you've just moved that physical development time, you've moved it into his cot, and you don't want to do that because then it's the shop to for overnight.
1: And a lot of people, you know, we obviously talk about giving space to to when you have got changes. So, like, you know, if you're trying to make any changes at night, or, you know, it might be something to do with weaning or moving into a big bed, you don't really want to have been doing that. Like, say you've been all over the shop over the 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 festive period. You don't necessarily want to suddenly be like, right, we're doing that. So actually New Year's the perfect time because those changes might already
0: have been delayed from exactly. pre pre yeah. Christmas time. They could have been. So so yeah, as nice as it would be to ask babies and children to go at our pace you can't really do
1: that. But say just like throwing it in there, say with weaning or something like that, like like would you say don't start that at Christmas time because there's so much going on or would you like cuz it can feel a bit I think if that coincided you know I mean parents would probably make their own decision about whether they were doing it I earlier guess. or after
0: yeah it very much depends what
1: type or of- your great granny is going to try and shove chocolate in their mouth bet. anyway <laughs>
0: I think it depends on what type of weaning you're doing as well because if you're very if you're six months and open to them just eating anything yeah they turkey can just and trimmings up the Christmas dinner. Yeah, you know, it really doesn't matter. So it actually doesn't need to be as hard as you think it's going to be. But again, if there's allergies and things at play then no, you don't necessarily want yeah. to be doing it then. So you accept that maybe you are gonna to have to increase milk feeds for a couple of weeks longer. Maybe get up at night or do a dream feed type of thing just to compensate for the fact what? That you haven't stayed. You heard
1: it here, know, Sarah suggesting a dream feed. I Who are you? <laughs> I Hence why I said
0: dream team, dream feed type thing. Right. And okay. I actually did up. one
1: of those last night. Don't judge me.
0: Oh, I... <laughs> no, no judgment here. Um, yeah. So you can introduce extra milk if you want to hang fire on the wiener. That's totally fine. But. It also doesn't need to be as hard as we say in the weaning episode, you know. They're not going to sit down and have three-course meals. So if you're starting, it might be that you actually want baby close to you at meal times, and so it's easier then just to actually give them a couple of things. Because you don't want them near so... your
1: great-granny who's going to give them chocolate. Exactly.
0: Or whiskey.
1: <laughs> True. Well, if it's you, apparently. <laughs> it could be that the milestone is actually your own and it feels too massive to change. As I said at the start, sometimes things feel too overwhelming to change and the easier option is not to, even when we know it's not working for us. Then the issue can feel like it just gets bigger and bigger, like my belly. So what do you do if you have a mountain to climb to get your routine to where you want to be? Like this is, for example, you're like, I've not slept for three years. I This needs, you, you know, over Christmas, it's been brutal. And you're like, this needs to change. I've got, you know, X number of children and they're all bad sleepers. Like that feels like a huge thing. What in our, like, how do you manage that? I know we were talking about routine overhauls, but if it's such a big thing, like, that is something that's so ingrained, not just in you as a parent, but your family.
0: So, I think it's really important to remember that this sort of applies to anything at any point in the year. It's not just the start of the year, but every milestone, no matter how small or big, feels like a mountain to parents. It's just how it is. You know, it can be the slightest little change, but it feels unimaginable that you're going to get through it. So try and break it down into what's realistic. If we go with the, I've not slept for three years, that's fine. Like, you can still change it. It's literally never too late. I'm working with a seven-year-old just now who has never slept in their own bed. That's seven years of sleeping with mum and dad. And they were like, you know we're never going to change this. And they've changed it. It took a week and it was hard going, but they did it. And so it's really important to remember that no matter what point you're at, you can always change it. But what's also important to remember is that you have to be 100% ready. So if that particular family had come to me four years ago, they wouldn't have made that change because they weren't ready. It's taken the seven years for the parents to be ready. So as much as it's a mountain, it's their mountain that they're ready to climb down from.
1: I think that's totally true, and I would completely stand by that from my own experience, friends, obviously talking to you. But I also think, and this is not meant to be a diss, but that can also be an ex- like an excuse. I've given it to myself, like I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, which it's prevents excuse, me from making though. the change.
0: No, because it's not an excuse. You're allowed to not be ready. Like as mm-hmm. a parent, you're a hundred percent. It doesn't mean that both parents feel the same. Yeah, but you know, I know that. Well, with Harry, for example, I wasn't ready to stop feeding. Yeah. He was a hundred percent ready to stop feeding. I tried to eke it out and keep him feeding for a lot longer than he needed to feed because I used all excuses under the sun. But they're not excuses when you're just not ready. So yeah. you can't beat yourself up for not being ready. I'm like, very close to going, going on a
1: answer. massive rant. I've had <laughs> two close family members ask me when I'm going to stop feeding. Like I just. Cute, Why? Cute. Why? Why does it bother you? It's not like you even see my tits anymore. <laughs> like, well, there was one point there was a lot of whapping out, but anyway,
0: no, you know. with, with any of these things, you know, everyone's got an opinion. Everyone will tell you what you should be doing, but what you should be doing is what's right for you. Yes, if it's starting to affect the family unit, if it's starting to affect other children, that's completely different. Or your partner. That is different. As a family, you then have to make that decision that you're going to make the change. But it certainly isn't anyone else's business.
1: I suppose that's what I mean. It's about being honest with yourself about, you know... Why things have to change? That you might be going. You know, I don't want it. I don't want it to change. My seven-year-old coming into bed with me because it's it's lovely. But you've not slept tonight yourself, even Mm -hmm. though your child has. And yeah, of course, you can say they're only small ones like that. Mm -hmm. thing kind of whilst true pains me because it sort of completely takes, you know, life out of that. You know, but so you might be sitting there going, "I love it. I don't want to lose it." But you're also exhausted and you're not... You know, your relationship suffering or your yeah. work suffering or any of these... Or your health or mental health is suffering. You still... So you know you have to do something even though your heart might not yeah. necessarily feel yeah. like it's time to change.
0: But you also know when you get to that stage. Yeah. That's the thing, you know. It's not that you've suddenly decided that you don't like sleeping with them. Of course, you still love sleeping with them. But you know for everybody that it's time for a change. Yeah, totally.
1: This is your year. While so much of what we talk about is about babies and children, we do it because we want to try and make your life easier and better and more rested. As I often say to Sarah, but struggle to practice myself, doing things for you is doing things for your kids because they... Do it for the children! Because they benefit from you being whole even if they stamp their feet and tell you that they don't want you to. I mean, this is a pretty common occurrence in my house. My children don't ever want me to go out and see friends or anything. And it makes me feel shit. Uh, because it's And it's not good for me.
0: It's common occurrence. And everyone says, we were talking about that, weren't we, after that post that somebody else had put up on Instagram and I sent you the info that I'd sent on. Saying, children never want you to go <laughs> <laughs> Don't have a life. That's why we were born.
1: Resolutions don't work because we force them on ourselves. They're a wee bit like crash diets. They just make you hungry for the things that you promised you wouldn't do. A change in routine isn't a resolution. A good routine grounds you, giving you stability to deal with the mountain of other shit we have to do as parents. The most effective way to change your routine is to not try and change all the things. That's where the enthusiasm of New Year's resolutions takes over. Simply choose one or two things to put in place to start with, make a plan, and then stick to it. That's the hard bit. Plus, you need some cheerleaders, and that's us. We're going to go all team huddle on you now. You are awesome, you are the strongest person I know, and I know it might not feel like it at the time, but from here, I know that you have got this. As ever. Are you enjoying that? Do you feel better? (laughs) As ever, we hope that helped. Look after yourselves and sleep soon. In
0: 2023!